You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro from the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to continue on with talking a little bit about, you know, it's 2019. It's the second week of the new year. We've been I've been doing this series um, about goal setting with you, and this week I really want to take it to the next step, and I really want to build on the things that we have been talking about over the past couple of weeks because I know that the one thing that I see people do is they come out of the gate on January 1st and they are motivated and they are driven and they are ready to crush it and they set these big goals and this is going to be the year that they actually cross those things off their vision board and then this crazy thing happens and people get distracted and they don't have systems in place to manage their time and keep their priorities in check and deal with roadblocks and obstacles and it becomes very easy for people to sort of downplay their vision, to make excuses, to eventually find that vision board crumpled up into a ball and tucked into, you know, a closet or in the garbage can. I am by no means an expert and I am by no means do I have this completely figured out, but I'm going to share what's working for me in this moment right now. All right. So before we dive into today's episode, let me just give you the listener of the week. All right. So our listener of the week is Miss Emma Lee 1990. And she says, while I do not own my own business, I am a retail store manager at a multi-million dollar a year location, and I find these podcasts so helpful and motivating. Not only does Melanie inspire everyone to be their best, but she provides tangible ways to increase your business and motivation to get the job done. Her latest podcasts on goal setting have me started thinking on what's next for my store as we enter a new year and how I can use her goal setting to drive my business to the next level. Her positive advice is my favorite thing to listen to on the way to work to get ready for the day. Thank you, Melanie, for sharing your wisdom. You are such an inspiration to me and all who listen to your podcast. So, Miss Emily1990, if you are listening right now, send me an email at mjmitro at gmail.com. Let me know you're the listener of the week and I will send you a little something as a appreciation for leaving me a review. Friends, if you want to be one of the listeners of the week, head over to my iTunes, uh, Women Inspiring Women podcast, go to ratings and reviews and drop me a rating and review and you could be one of the featured listeners of the week. Okay, let's get started. It has been a whirlwind in the first eight days of 2019. Not only did I launch Chic Influencer with my bestie, Katie, and we are helping women to achieve their business goals. We are basically saying, I see the idea that you have, and I know you see where you want to go, but how do we navigate all of the things in between? And we have over 200 community members that 
have committed either to the monthly or the annual membership, and we did our very first training yesterday. We really dove into goal setting and tactics and creating your to-do list and Every week we're going through and doing a coffee and conversation on Friday morning and we literally have months planned of content. Everything from how to brand yourself and email marketing and growing your list and Instagram hacks and, you know, creating excellent customer service and growing your team. I mean, we just are so excited about the opportunity to bring and scale our services. And so many people send me messages on a daily basis. Will you? privately mentor me? Can I pay you or can I be a part of your trainings? And this is a great way if you are a part of another network marketing company, if you are part of, you know, if you own a brick and mortar business, we've got real estate agents agents and photographers and, you know, makeup artists that are in there and people that own Etsy shops. And so there are lots of different individuals with lots of different backgrounds that you can network with plus have access to lots of great resources and training training every single week. So you can head on over to our Chic Influencer page and check that out. All right, so let's dive into our content for today. Now, this came about, right, this whole concept for today's episode came about as I was going through the process of goal setting with my team. And the one thing that I noticed is that people were setting goals, but they had no idea how they were going to make it a reality. And people are just horrible at managing their time. And I've learned over the years that it does take a lot of practice and consistency and discipline in order to really get a system down that works for you. And I always say, like, don't expect perfection when it comes to execution of your goals, but don't ever change the goal. Change the way you get there if it's not working, but don't ever downplay the goal. Don't ever rip those things off your vision board unless you literally say, I do not want to accomplish accomplish that anymore. Leave it on there. It is going to happen. Sometimes we have to tweak and change and plot twist along the way, but it is totally possible. So what are some things that, that help me? You know, in this first eight days, I can tell you that the amount of overwhelm sort of is is on a high, right? If I had to say on a scale of one to 10, I'd say my overwhelm factor is a 10. Everybody wants to set goals. Everybody wants to set up calls. Everybody wants to get started in their business, in their products. And, you know, and so, yes, there's a lot to do. And I recognize that January is always a little bit more demanding. But I know that not all 12 months of the year are like that, and I understand that. So I have approached January with the mindset that I need to be very, very cognizant of what is getting my time, what I'm saying yes to, what are the priorities that need to be done, you know, those income-producing activities, and then what can wait until February or March when we have a little season of slowdown, all right? So that's really important. So we're going to talk about some of the things that really help me. So first and foremost, as you're sitting here as a business owner right now, if you want to be successful in your side hustle, 
in your business that you would eventually like to be your full-time income. Or for some of you, you've already left your full-time job and you're trying to build a business that isn't producing the income that is going to be self-sustaining long-term. And so you are at a position where you have a choice to make. You can go through life winging it, or you can sit down and say, I need to take control. I can't use the excuse, I'm bad at time management, I'm a procrastinator, I'm easily distracted, I'm a squirrel. You have to say, I recognize my weaknesses and I'm going to address them with a game plan. And I want to give you tough love because I would want somebody to do that for me. I would want somebody to say, Melanie, stop making excuses for why you can't be organized. Stop making excuses for why you can't reach these goals. Sit down and create a plan. So one of the things I have done and do every single Sunday, and you hear this, I talk about my Sunday planning sessions. But on my calendar, I have on there a list of things that I am going to do. I've got my kids' um, basketball practices and games. I have doctor's appointments listed in here. I have calls that I have to be at. And then I actually block out my business time. So I say to myself, am I going to have to be in survival mode on Monday and Tuesday because I have a jam-packed day of meetings and maybe you're working at your at another job during those times. So then I look at, okay, what do I need to do on Monday and Tuesday to survive? I may have a block of, like that might be a day where I get up at 5 a.m. and I do my work first. You may see that sometimes it's, you know, a lunch hour, 12 to 1. Or it may be that Thursday and Friday when I'm not at my other full-time job, that's my days to be very dedicated and disciplined in my business building. Or for many people, you have a Monday through Friday and your side hustle is going to happen in the evenings or the weekends. I see so many people that wing it and they're like, I'll just fit it in when I can, but something else will always take precedence if you don't put it in your calendar. So I've learned to say from this time to this time, I will build my business. I will actually specifically work on these activities during this time. And so I have on my to-do list right now, I have my time blocked out from 5 to 6.30. I'm doing work then I, in parentheses, I put, I'm going to write an email. I am going to review the, the um, a document that was created. I'm going to make my post for the day. I'm going to check my IG and respond to all my messages, right? Then I have my workout time that's scheduled in. Then I know at 8 o'clock, I go into my office and then I have, you know, record my podcast and answer my emails from 10 to 11, you know, check in with my current clients. I literally, every single minute of my day is scheduled out for the most part. The reason I do that is because I want to make sure that I'm not wasting time. I want to be efficient. I have some pretty big goals and I know that you do too. So instead of just saying work my business from 10 to noon, say what you're going to do during that time. And then ask yourself, is this the best use of my time? Is writing this newsletter going to give me um, people that are going to purchase? Yes or no? Or should I use this time to follow up with people that already said they were interested but I haven't heard back from? Should I use this time to make send messages? Should I use... So ask yourself and you should be able to say, okay, income producing activities are when I'm directly talking to potential prospects and clients. 
newsletters, that's something that can happen later, all right? So let's talk about like the basics are your vital behaviors. So that's kind of what I do. I look at my week, I block out my time, I'm dedicated. It's not when I get time, I'll build my business. I have big goals, so I will build my business first. The next thing is that I know that you procrastinate. And when I say I know you procrastinate, like I know that on your to-do list, it says invite these five people to join your team or invite these five people or go live on my page to talk about this specific tip. I know that there are things that you absolutely, hands down, know you need to be doing, but you're avoiding. Do you know that you're doing that right now? Like for me, it's actually inviting to the business opportunity. You would think that that's stupid, that I wouldn't care so much about that, but I actually still struggle with that, right? So for me, I will put those things first on my list. First things in the morning are sending those invites, doing those follow-ups, making that post about the business opportunity, going live. I know that the things that are going to move my business forward, I can't keep procrastinating on. I'm not going to do them next week. I am going to do them today. So as I'm talking to you, if if you're sitting down, write it down. Make a list of all the things you're procrastinating that you know are going to help you build your business, that you've listened to other people share on calls that you know are important, but you're not doing them. Those need to go in your planner every single week consistently over time. Deal? This is going to help you with accomplishing your goals. The next thing that I want you to say to yourself is do those activities when you're most creative. So for example, I can't record a podcast in the afternoon. I'm going to share something with you. I get what is called the three o'clock stupid. The three o'clock stupid is literally, I wake up at 5 a.m. and my brain is sharp. But by three o'clock in the afternoon, there is nothing left in my brain. I can answer you know, messages, but I can't really craft content. I can't make full sentences. I don't do live videos at three o'clock in the afternoon very often because that's just not my most productive time of the day, right? Um, I also don't do that at nine o'clock at night either. Now, you may be productive at that time, but I'm not. My most productive times of the day Our first thing in the morning, the first two to three hours, I schedule no one-on-one calls. I do nothing but be creative first thing in the morning. So I want to ask you, what does your creative time of the day look like? When is it? And what are you doing during those times? So you want to just really lean into when you're creative and say, I will answer my emails during my non-creative time and I will create content during my creative time because it will actually take you much less time to do the exact same activity if you do it during your most productive hours of the day. Make sense? All right. The other thing that I do is I don't try to do activities that need 100% full attention when my kids are around or I'm sitting at the kitchen table or, you know, there's other people around me. For example, I don't write blog posts when my kids were home, when they were little, right? I waited until I had a babysitter or I did them first thing in the morning or late at night because a 30-minute blog post would take me two hours when I was trying to do it while the kids were getting a snack, while they were watching cartoons, while they were, you know, coloring, um, you know, pages in a coloring book. Because it was like, mommy, can you get me a snack? Mommy, can you do this? Mommy, I dropped that on the floor. Or somebody's fighting with each other. Or somebody's getting into the pantry, right? And so every time that I get interrupted, my flow gets interrupted as well, which takes me longer to get back on track and to get back into the groove. 
So what I found for myself is I can be more efficient with my time if I do certain activities at times of the day when I am personally most productive. So that's a little tip for you guys too. Hopefully that helps you with your organization. All right, the next thing is I always work from a list. So when I mark out business time on my calendar, I know also what I'm doing during that time. I have sticky notes everywhere, but I've learned to streamline them into my planner or in on a you know notebook paper or you know into a binder where I can refer back to. But every day I organize and rearrange. And if I don't get something done from the day before, I'll move it to the next day. But I'm constantly saying when I sit down to build my business, what do I need to do first? And I do things in order of importance. So I write it down. It's And I walked you through that before, but then I also say, what can I multitask and do? I can drive and listen to national wake-up calls or YouTube videos or audiobooks, but if I'm sitting at my desk and my hands are free, I certainly should be building my business on my computer or talking to people, right? Um, I obviously can't write posts while I'm driving in a car. So that wouldn't be an efficient use of my time, right? Or very safe either. So look at your day and say, how can I squeeze every single moment out of my day so I can reach my goals? Friends, you have to be willing to live your life now like other people are not willing to live their life. So you can have the things you envision for your life a year, two, three, or five years from now. It is going to take sacrifice. It is going to take discipline. And every single day I say to myself, is it worth it? And it is worth it. It is worth it to be able to say I am creating freedom for my family or I've created that freedom for my family or when I reach my goals, I'm going to be a balanced person. I'm going to be happier. I am going to have more freedom in my life. I understand that the current challenges are preparing me for my future successes. And so wherever you're at right now in this period of overwhelm, maybe a period of struggle or figuring it out or finding a new system that works for you, lean into where you're at right now and embrace it and say, how do I learn and reflect every single day? So at the end of every day, I take a step back and I say, what was I proud of today? Did I work too many hours? Did I let distractions get the best of me? How will I prevent that tomorrow? Very simply, sometimes I put my phone on airplane mode because I realized that I got way too distracted by text messages or voice messages or notifications. And so if I know I need to write, then I'm going to turn it all off. If I know that I need to make a live video, I'm going to spend the time the night before preparing for it. Um, I just really have gotten to a point where this daily reflection allows me to be intentional. It allows me to be more focused and in turn allows me to be more productive in the end. All right. So here's the thing. As we sort of wrap up today, I think the biggest thing that I want to stress to you all is not just putting the time on the calendar, but do the work. Like do the work. You know what the work is. You know because your company or your upline or your leader or mentor has told you what you need to do. And I can't tell you how many times that people that are successful in my organization will say to me, I just did what you told me to do and that's why I'm successful. 
if you just do what the company tells you to do as far as what are the principles of success and what are the benchmarks for achieving your goal. If you make a plan around those things, you are going to achieve the goal, all right? But I can't tell you when, I can't tell you how long it's gonna take, but I can tell you that it works. So stop procrastinating, stop making excuses for why you aren't where you are yet because somebody busier out there is doing it. Um, And so that means that you can do it too. It is just this process of saying, am I, are my goals meaningful to me? Do I have the time set aside for it? How am I going to be most productive with the hours that I do have? And then you get to work and you try and you make mistakes, you reflect and you try again. Every day, I struggle to make sure that I manage my time efficiently. Every day I struggle to turn it off and go be present. Every day I struggle with getting distracted. And every day I show up and say, today I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be. And I work at it. I am not. I am not perfect, but I am not ever going to give up either. All right, my friends, I want to know, what about today's episode gave you a, a gut punch? We're going to call it. We're going to call it a sucker punch, a gut punch, a gut check, right? Uh, I want to know. I want to hear from you. I love it when you tag me in your IG stories and tell me what you learned for today. And I want to see it in practice. If you're being productive, if you're nailing your time management, if you're working towards your goals, I want to hear it. So shout out from the rooftops. Tell me how it's going. Keep me in the loop. And if you ever have suggestions for future episodes, hit me up. Hit me up at mjmitro at gmail.com. Let me know what you would love to hear in future episodes. And I hope you have an amazing January 8th. I hope you have a great day. And I will see you all next week. Take care, everybody.